Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Saltberg, and you know the deal here by now. I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. Much, much of the talk in sports these days, and understandably so, is focused on who's going to be playing in the upcoming Super Bowl in February. However, on this upcoming Tuesday, just a couple of days away, we're going to find out who's getting voted into baseball's Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, and who is not getting voted in. So like I said, listen up now and get a load of this. We get to this point every year, and there's always big debates. You know, who should be in, who should not be in. Every one of us have our favorites and guys that we like, and we have our guys that we don't like. Uh, And, uh, you know, guys we want to get in no matter what, and guys we don't want to get in no matter what. And, you know, something struck me. You've heard me say this on different occasions, not about the whole, but on on different things. For example, prospects. Just recently you've heard me talk about, you know, uh, uh, the Japanese pitcher uh, Yamamoto. Uh, Everybody's saying how this team had to get him, you know, subsequently went to the Dodgers, but this team and this, and all these writers are talking, and none of them saw him pitch. Really, they go on what somebody else says. And in all honesty, now in today's world of sports, you can darn near see whoever you want to play, see play all the time. But that, that wasn't always the case. And even so, you can, you don't. Y- you see who you want to see. And I stand accused as guilty as anybody else because... I, I looked at a number, you know, that we're talking about certain guys who, you know, are, you know, candidates this year to get in and who, who should or who shouldn't get in. And, you know, certain guys are, you know, there's first-time guys like Adrian Beltry and Joe Maurer. There's, there's uh, Billy Wagner, who's, this is, I think, his last crack getting in it in 10 years, uh, who ended up with 60, the last time in was 68 point something percent of the vote and then there is Todd Helton who I believe will get in Uh, and this is his seventh crack at it and last year it was crack number six he got 72.2 percent and you need 75 percent to get in but I looked at you know I saw well this guy's really close I mean obviously I know who Todd Helton is don't get me wrong but I wanted to examine his numbers, you know, more closely. And I looked at his numbers, and you look at his career, 369 home runs, 1,406 uh, runs batted in, a 316 uh, career batting average, you know, 2,519 hits. Uh, you know, pretty darn impressive. And, and you look at his years, you know, through, you know, I'm going to get into that in a second, but I went back to look at his years, okay? But then one year jumped off the uh, off the page at me. It was the year 2000, and I looked at the year 2000, 
Todd Helton of the Colorado Rockies, all right, he led the league, Helton did. The slugging first baseman, he led the league with 216 hits, led the National League. He led the National League in doubles with 59. He led the National League in runs batted in with 147. Okay? He led the National League in batting average with 372. He led the National League with on-base percentage of 463. He led the National League with slugging percentage of 698. He led the National League with an OPS of 1.162. Oh, yeah, and just for a little uh, whipped cream on top of all this, cherry on top, he banged out 42 home runs. And you know what? He finished fifth in the MVP voting. Now, you know, I'm, I'm not getting into a debate, but did his team win? Did his team not win? Like, like for, I'm starting to believe there should be two two awards, an MVP award and a Player of the Year award. Okay? Because we always say, well, if you don't win, how valuable were you? You know, I, 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 I don't necessarily buy that. I'll buy that sometimes if it's close between two guys. Maybe that puts you over the top. But anyway, I don't want to get into that debate now. But now I'm looking at Helton's numbers. Now, now think about that. Now also, before I get into the other numbers, that season that he finished fifth in the voting, the Giants' Jeff Kent bat- had 33 homers, 125 runs batted in, and a 334 batting average. Good year. Real good year. Barry Bonds, the one and only Bonzi, 49 homers, 106 runs batted in, 306 batting average. Piazza, Mike Piazza, 38 homers, 113 runs batted in, a 324 average. Jim Edmonds, 42 homers, 108 runs batted in, 295. But like I said, look, he led the league, Helton. Hits, 216. Runs batted in, 347. 372. I mean, the numbers are my. He led the league in like, like all these offensive categories. And then I go look at his career. I, I'm, I'm just saying that's an example of, you know, I say to myself, how do you not know these numbers? Now, part of the reasoning, then I start looking up some other stuff, and they say, well, maybe he didn't get in or wasn't voted in. Uh, or, or, or didn't get the MVP because there's a bias. You know, he plays in played in, in Colorado where the air is thin, and, and that's been an age-old argument. And I say that argument is a bunch of crap. And the reason I say that argument is a bunch of crap for the following reason. The Colorado Rockies are part of Major League Baseball. The owners of the Colorado Rockies are partners with the rest of the owners in Major League Baseball. The Colorado Rockies are on the schedule. The Colorado Rockies are part of the Major League family. If we're going to criticize, and I've always felt this way about Colorado, if you're going to bellyache about the advantage that somebody has for playing there, then are you going to take credit away from guys who go on the road and excel there and and look at their numbers. Well, how many games do we have to take away from them because what they achieved or didn't achieve in in playing in Denver? 
in Mile High. I, 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 you know, it's just an old thing that bugs me. But when I look at numbers like that, and like I said, I didn't follow the guy on a regular basis. But he, listen, he had a 17-year career. But from 98, okay, from 98 till he came into the league, excuse me, from 98 to 2007, he had a stretch that knocks your eyes out. Just give me, I'm just giving you batting averages. 315, 320, 372, 336, 329, 358, 347, 320, 302, 320. The year after he batted the 372, he had 197 hits, 49 homers, 146 runs batted in, and he batted a paltry 336. Guy was a great player. Guy was just a great player. So to me, with a 72.2 percentage last season, I don't know how he doesn't get in this season. So I'm not going to stand on who this guy, that guy. I I, I wasn't about to go through everybody's statistics. I'm just looking at that and saying to myself, this guy has to get in. It's, It's his seventh crack at it. He has to get in. Now, guys, we always talk about who has to get in. Then we talk about guys who don't have to get in. Hmm. And that always is a sore point with people. Okay, you know, there, there's talk now. Uh, could Gary Sheffield get in? And listen, I knew Gary when he was playing. I like Gary. I like dealing with him. Uh, always was fine with me. I was fine with him. Uh, but when I found out he was cheating, uh-uh, doesn't get in. Sorry, he does not get in. And the constant denial and the ridiculous excuses, he doesn't get in. You know, there, like I said, there are other guys, newcomers, first ballot guys, Adrian Beltry, 21 years. I mean, had a heck of a career. Uh, 286 batting average, 477 home runs, 1,707 runs batted in. Look, 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 there are guys who should get in and will get in or will eventually get in. But to me, the users have to stay out. Bonds has to stay out. You know, Barry Bonds, you know, I've said this in the past, I'll say it again. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are, are two of the real sore points for me. Guys who I feel must get out. And, and the reason they annoy me more than any of the other users they didn't have to cheat. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer without using. Barry Bonds won the MVP in the National League in 1992 and 93. That's before he was using. He subsequently won four more. But you, you win three MVPs, you're getting into the Hall of Fame. He used. He cheated. Roger Clemens won the Cy Young. Three of his Cy Youngs, he won 
in 86, 87, and 91. By the way, in 86, while winning the Cy Young, he also won the MVP. Then he won his, you know, four more later on for seven size. You know what? He didn't need to do it. Those were the real fools. They were going into the Hall of Fame. They kept themselves out of the Hall of Fame. They have kept themselves out of the Hall of Fame. So I I can't, you know, uh, you want to call me bad guy for, you know, keeping this up? No, I'm going to keep it up because I just... You know, the lying, the cheating, the fraud, you know, all that crap really doesn't sit well with me. Really doesn't sit well with me. You know, it it just drives me nuts. Every time this comes up, and there's always a discussion, well, we ought to do something, you know, have the cheaters get in with, with an asterisk or something. That's fine. If, if everybody wants to agree with that, I will agree with that. The one guy I won't agree with under any circumstance, no matter how great his numbers are, is Alex Rodriguez. Because Alex Rodriguez didn't just cheat and lie. He epitomized what a complete fraud and bum he is. Not was, is. And and to this day, it's mind-boggling to me that this guy is front and center on networks talking about baseball like a, he's a poster boy for baseball. Really? The guy sued Major League Baseball. He sued his own union. He he paid people allegedly to... to um, protest in front of Major League Baseball headquarters when hearings and what were going on making like it was a a racist thing against him. He should not get in under any circumstance. Not under any circumstance whatsoever. I said it before, I will say it again. No, no, no. But what to this day, what drives me crazy, and it drives me crazy because I see it all the time. I can't help but seeing it. This guy is the poster boy. He's a poster boy for baseball. You see him. They like him on broadcasts, on Fox, and this and that. And he's talking and doing games and has shows. For what he did, but Pete Rose remains out. And I've gone through this with you folks year in and year out. But because it's that time of the year again, I will say it again. There is nothing more hypocritical in the world of sports, and you've heard me talk about college football, pro football, NBA, you know, all this and that. There is nothing more hypocritical than baseball keeping Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame because he gambled, bet on games. I was there when the late Bart Giamatti, commissioner then, let him rest in peace, was there for the press conference when that was it and Pete Rose was gone. I was there for it. I went on the air, a channel applauding him for it. It was the right thing to do. 
But times change. Now, if you're going to say to me, well, wait a minute, Russ, if it was the wrong thing to do then, then it's the wrong thing to do now. I, I can talk to you about that. But baseball then has did a complete about-face. Where, ba- where gambling and betting on games was taboo, baseball, like all the other sports, have wrapped their arms around betting. Have, have wrapped their, not wrapped their arms about, around betting, they've fallen in love with it. They've French-kissed it. It's a joke, the about-face that's been done. All for the mighty buck, for the scarol for the moolah, for the gelt, for the rubles, for the cold, hard greenbacks cash. Baseball sold their self-righteous soul for the almighty dollar. And I'm not against gambling. I've done it. We'll occasionally do it. But if you're going to be so self-righteous and holier than now, than thou, Really? But, Russ, it was a rule. You know what, folks? There's a, there was a rule in society about pot, about mar- marijuana. Now you can go to the corner store and buy it. The world changed. Baseball's attitude against on gambling has changed. As I said, a complete and about face. So now you're going to keep the greatest hitter all-time hits leader in baseball history, he's going to remain out of the Hall of Fame. And I think it's disgraceful. And when I hear Rob Manfred, I've heard him say it different times. Well, you know what? It's not up to me. It's up to the Hall. Bullcrap. If the commissioner of if Rob Manfred says today, right here today, calls a press conference and says, look, enough is enough. We've embraced gambling. Pete Rose made his mistakes. It's a long time ago. It's over 30 years ago. Times have changed. Attitudes have changed. It's time we let Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame. It doesn't, it doesn't sweep away what he did. It doesn't sweep away any wrongdoing. But if we're going to be so self-righteous, holier than thou, how can we keep him out of the Hall of Fame? We, you can't turn on all sporting events. But I'm just focusing on baseball now because it's baseball. You can't turn on games without, you can bet on this, you can bet on that. What inning, what hit, what hoop, but a beep, but a bop, but a boop. In every sport. But again, it's baseball. And, and because it's been such an issue in baseball, are you kidding me? So Pete Rose has to remain out. I do not buy that. I don't buy it at all. I think it's a bunch of crap. It is the most hypocritical. Listen, you've heard me complain about uh, college sports. You heard me complain about different things in professional sports. Hypocrisy for this. Uh, You know, name, image, likeness. Hypocrisy going on. Pick your topic. There is nothing more hypocritical than baseball keeping Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame. Nothing more hypocritical. I'm not condoning what Pete did. I'm not saying it goes away. 
I'm saying the world has changed, and since baseball has done a complete about-face, they can allow Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame. And that, my folks, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. As always, let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do it on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because I tell you each and every week, Believe, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the good people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. But I'd like to talk to you someplace else as well. And I remind you every week about it. So if you haven't done so already, please do so and tell your friends and family to do the same because I'm part of the Yes Network. Very proud and glad to be. So all you got to do is download the Yes app and you can see me every week on Get a Load of This on the Yes on the video version on the Yes Network. All you got to do, as I say, is download the Yes app and voila. But right now, until next week, it's Ira Salzberg saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.